When you're in a different stage in life, you're looking for mutual companionship. At that point, you don't need to do anything extravagant. You're just both living within your means. But when you're younger in your earning years with young children that you have to support, then you have to prioritize both of you contributing. Welcome to Cocktails and Gossip, the podcast where we drink cocktails, but you better believe we're going to spill the tea. We chat reality TV, celebrity blinds, and the hottest tea from bravoandcocktails.com. And as always, it's all alleged and just for fun. We do not verify our blinds. I'm B, And I'm Amanda. Let's get into this week's tea. What's up, cocktailers? Oh, I just talked over you because I'm like so excited to chat with you, ladies. <laughs> yeah, there she is. Guys, we're very excited. Today we have the one, the only MJ Mercedes Javid from Shaz. Welcome, MJ. You guys are the cutest. Hi. MJ, if did I you, lived, did you, you know this. Did you take your married name? Totally random. Are you still Mercedes Javid? Yes. Okay. No, I, I'm adding it. I have a... I have a beautiful philosophy. I believe we adopted it from Brazilians and maybe Portuguese culture, maybe Spanish culture, somewhere in there, when, or Italian culture, where you don't drop your name, you just add each other's names. So like, for example, my son, his name will have my name in it too. Even though his last name is Fight, he's still going to have like Shams Francis Javid fight so my, that you can f- chase the family tree. Trace, trace, not chase. I love that idea. My cousin just married and had a baby with an Argentinian man and they gave him both last names. So I think you are right about that. I think. Maybe. Thank you. See? I wish I would have done that. Yeah. I didn't know about it. <laughs> I like It honors both families. I like that. Yes. To me, it's the only thing that makes sense. It's the only thing that makes sense because it's – it's not that I don't respect tradition because I love tradition. And it's just that I just think it shouldn't, the woman shouldn't just abandon her light line either. Right. Yeah. I agree you know, you. For, so MJ, you're one for of For what? Our- for, a, for a husband that's going to pluck his nose hairs on the couch with the tweezer? Come on. <laughs> I mean, it, it couldn't be more accurate if you tried. It's too much. Or cut the toenails. Like, the can toenails. you go to the bathroom and cut your toenails? Yeah. Ugh. No, you have to do it right there so that it goes into the cracks of the couch because you love to take your manicure and rip it apart by removing those heavy cushions, break a nail, and then have to vacuum, it, you know, those little things. Who doesn't? <laughs> That's hilarious. That is hilarious. MJ, you are one of my all-time favorite Bravo Lebs. You know this. You started following my OG account. I think I had like 300 followers. And I was like, oh, my God. MJ from Shaz is following me. And you would just comment yes. on every story because you are you are a Bravo super fan. Yes. I think I was the first person who was – like bragging about it. Like I thought it was cool. I think I made it cool. I think other people followed because a lot of people thought they had to pretend like they don't even know what a television is, yeah. you know? <laughs> right. And and then I think it's like I watched MTV Hills. I watched, you know, Paris and Nicole's show. It was like, and the Kardashians. Like I was someone who only needed the E channel or the Bravo channel to be on my TV. So you're one of us. And rather than acting like, oh, I'm too busy living a fancy life and selling high-end realty, you're like, no, I do all of that. But then I go home and I put on the same reality shows everybody else does. And let's talk about it. Yeah. And when the episode ends, I would start it over because I could. (laughs) Like no one one was going to say you can't watch it. I would just start it over. I would. Especially the hills, because they were only 30 minutes and once a week, I died. Like, we had nothing else to watch. 
So we're going to get into all the shows. We can even go as far back as the hills if you want. But tell us what you've been up to. We know you're married to Tommy. You're both busy raising your beautiful son, Shams. You recently got back into real estate business. What else do we need to know about MJ today? Today, I want to brag about my husband that has published his first children's book, that's not my accomplishment, but you know, I just I just posted it on my Instagram this morning. He wrote a little book. It's like Shams is the illustrator did like an illustration of Shams and Tommy and me, and it's called the best hug in the world. So if you love me, which I know you do, because I love you guys even I'll, more, I'm sharing. You can go. Off. Thank I'm you. The best hug in the world dot com. And where can and yeah, we get you could it? Just like who do you not Amazon? know? Yes, it's going to be available. It is available on that link and and several places where you can get a book. Awesome. I and, will share and you know, you can, if you, thank you, because, you know, putting a book out isn't like the easiest thing. It's like something he's really proud of. And it's also connected to his mom's legacy with like doing something that gives back. So, you know, we together started Fight Club, which is all the kids that can't afford to buy books or their parents can't afford to buy books will sign them up for Fight My Husband's Last Name Club. And every month they get books from us that we we pack them ourselves, we pay for the postage, we send them out, you know, we he, and Tommy like really does all of it on his own. So that's that. Had to get that out of the way. But yeah, other than other than being a mother, being a wife and being at the agency and doing real estate full time, the there's really nothing else that is happening that's important to me, except of course for the podcast Till the Dirt with Tommy and MJ, which we love and enjoy doing. Like I I mean, I really think that like just connecting with women is what I was meant to do. You know, like in my spare, in my spare time, you're such a girl, you know what I mean? Like when you do your, yeah, like when you do your lives and like when I go on Jeff Lewis's show or whatever I'm doing, if I do my Amazons or, you know, I'm just like a girl that wants to share a bra link or a, you know, like a makeup (laughs) hack or, you know, like we were saying earlier, like we both came from F45, like oh, I noticed that if I use this brush, I'll feel a lot more polished after working out and not being able to like, you know, like spend the rest of your day in your workout clothes. Right. Exactly. So you mentioned the agency. How often do you see Mauricio there? (laughs) You know what? Our office is hot. Like I see him at least once a week, at least all of us are in and out, you know, you're either you're showing a house or you're checking in the office or you're, you know, in the field, like this week, I've already seen him a couple of times, but it's not just him. Like we have a very sexy, like our real, our, our agents are legit, very attractive people, men and women. Are we going to see Hot. you on on his reality show? I don't think so. I mean, I'm not on. I haven't f- shot anything. There's, you know, so many days where they they are shooting, but I just kind of see that as like, no, I'm going to not go to that meeting or I'm not going to go to that open house or, you know, because it doesn't feel for me, it doesn't feel right. Because like what I'm up to is doing like my real life and doing the things that like who you guys met and fell in love with was what I'm doing now, what I was doing before there was a camera. Mm-hmm. And then now, again, I get to do that, you know, like the real deal MJ, like what really makes me feel amazing, you know, about as, as a person, not making a TV show that doesn't feel like it sits right with me after it airs, like the last couple of seasons of Shaw's did you know absolutely and i think it sounds like you know and from following you like it's fun to hear your perspective it's and it's like we're all cheering you on and like happy to see the success and really excited to see tommy's book the best hug in the world have success as well so i think 
you are, that is one of the things that makes us like you more is that you don't need reality TV to be you. I, you yeah, are you I, with or yeah. without it. Yes. It's kind of like Jen Lyons right now. First season, you know, new era and you're seeing the real person, right? I mean, right. sure, there are certain people that come on TV and immediately they look like they're just graduated from like, you know, Housewives University and they put on airs. But like this this person that you're talking to now, me, MJ, I am way more meant to, after 10 years, I mean, we did shoot like in 2012 or 2011. So I was happy to be on TV for so many years and doing so many things, but all of the things that were the most meaningful were, if you look back, it was all women's stuff. Like I didn't want to get married because career was my priority in life. Then I finally found love, but it was for the right reasons. Then fertility, like I didn't, I spread my legs for a gynecologist to tell me if I had an egg or if I had a hundred eggs, like no pre-produced knowledge. Like at all. it was like everything being plus sized and being comfortable in shorts and, you know, like cut off Levi's or whatever, like all of those things that we look back on are things that made it meaningful to me to be on TV, you know? Absolutely. I, and we saw that. We saw how authentic you were. And for the most part, especially in the beginning, you guys all had authentic friendships. And then we saw towards the end the struggle because there were a lot of fallouts. Do you are you in touch with any of your former who are you? I know you're in touch of with course. some of them. Who do you who do you still like legitimately hang with? I am legitimately in touch with almost everyone. Anyone that I was friends with before Shaw's and friends with because of Shaw's, I'm still friends with. So Sammy, the OG. Yes. Reza, Golnessa, even though we recently butt heads and I'm currently mad at her and I don't want to talk to her for a while, but still. <laughs> you guys um, always butt heads. I'm so mad at her right now. But Can you tell us why? No, I, because it, I, I can't, it would be like an ugly fight that two sisters had over text yes. that was vicious and gross. So no, but you get it. You know, I'm yes. sure you guys, you know, and then Shervin, I talk to him all the time. Me and Nima, of course, even if he's in New York, it doesn't matter. We talk and it was just his birthday two days ago. Who else am I? Mike, Mike, Mike is like, this is Mike. Like one day he'll like hit you up. And then, you know, he, Layla, Gigi's sister had to get together at her house Sunday before last. And like, he shows up and like, you don't know where you stand with Mike. One day he's like giving you mad love and he'll call you and talk to you for like an hour and a half. And then the next month he won't return like your call, like, it's like, did something happen? Like, what happened? Like, then you have to, like, Google him. Like, did something happen to him? Like, what's right. going on? So <laughs> he's, he's like, yeah. he's like the Ronnie of, of Jersey Shore in all ways, really. Is he still with Paulina, who he was engaged to? No, they're so over and have been. And I think she, if I'm being dead ass honest, as if like nobody is listening to this podcast. I think that after everything that happened with them, she, and this is purely my opinion, I think she just like kind of like planned an exit. Like no more, no more Shaws, no more Mike. Like I, I think that she pretended, this is one of the things that always bothered us was that she said she never knew what Shaws of Sunset was and didn't really watch or know about the show or that Mike was on that show. So like that was for us, like raised a red flag. And then when the, like, like at the end, the way that she would change for camera or plan things for camera seemed very deliberate. So, Hey, by the way, to support on like in her defense, if he cheated on her or not, like, why should anyone stay with someone that cheated, you know? But are Absolutely. you saying that she put up with it to be on camera and you think yes. once he was done with the show, she was like, all right, I'm not even on TV anymore. I'm out. 
Exactly. That's exactly what I think. So you're not in touch with her? No, I, I was never friends with Paulina because I, w- I will always be Mike's friend. So right. the loyalty will always go to him, you know, and if she was in his life, then she would be in my life. Right. So you'd be nice and friendly with her if she were his girlfriend. But now that she's not, you don't. What about Jessica? Do you still speak I lo- Je- Jessica? I lo- yes. And I, I love her. She's amazing. I think that Mike definitely screwed that one up big time. You know, I just saw her son at Elijah's birthday. So she's she's a badass. I like her a lot. And Elijah is Gigi's son. So do you guys all mm-hmm. get the boys together? Because you all have, you three of you have boys close in age. Yeah. I mean, I live in, yeah. So I live in Calabasas. She lives in Santa Monica and Golnessa lives in Encino. So like that's about 45 minutes each way with no traffic, kind of like have to go out of our way. So we don't see each other every day. Kind of like you guys, same with you guys. Like if you guys are most likely to see your friends that you live a block away from, you know what I mean? But yes, we still see each other at like our gatherings and get togethers and things that are like, you know, you're going to see them at all the birthdays and things like that. In regards to Reza, are Reza and Tommy okay? Do you still have a separate friendship with Reza or is Tommy now kind of in the mix? Tommy is not. No, Tommy is not in the mix. He's, we have a separate friendship. I mean, it's like Reza's never been to my house. He's, you know, just, it's not going to be, I just, I don't know. I don't know if it would ever be that way. But, you know, Reza and I still have our bond and we still have our friendship. It's just like a, like we're, like Reza's definitely grown and he's like, I don't think that he and I have like the same exact thing. It's evolved obviously into the way that we all should. And my therapist, Dr. Donna, she was the one that taught me, like we were, we were talking about grief as an example. And I was saying, for example, my dad, once my father started to get sick, I was never the same person after that. And then I said, how do you get back to the way you were before he got sick? And she's like, never. You you should stop expecting to go back to the way things were as like a life rule. So with Mm -hmm. Reza and me, it's I have to like check myself and say like, we're not supposed to go back to the way we were. We're going to like who we are today. I'm a mom. He's you know, very busy doing a lot of awesome things with like Reza Be Obsessed. And, you know, he's done the one-offs. What are What is that one? Traders. Right. And, you know, went to Ireland and does, what's the other show that he just came back from? Oh, was he on, he wasn't on Special Forces. It was the other one. Uh, the Boss oh, or? The Boss, yeah. The boss. Or the, um, no, it's called something else, but. Goat? It's like the Goat? The Goat. Go- the Goat, yes. Yeah. Because I know Kristen Doty and Jill Zarin and yes. him were all, yes, that one. Would you ever go on a one-off show like that? I would, I want to do, I keep telling Andy and he keeps agreeing with me and I keep telling the execs because, you know, like we're still in a contract with them. So like I'll, I'll like I see my EPs on a right, pretty regular basis and I'm like, when are we going to do a non-Housewives cast strip, like a yeah. girl yes. trip? You know, we've talked about that. Yes, you would be great on that. I mean, I, I, I could see you being great on Imposters too. On Imposters, what is that one? That's the one that Reza did um, in Scotland. Traders, traders. Oh, t- yeah, I was like, what the hell is imposters? What's imposters? <laughs> it's a synonym. It's a synonym for yeah, traders. Yeah, whatever. Oh, me and no, my words. But I don't. No, I feel know. like you would be good on that. I don't think I would be good on that. I think that I would thrive in a co-ed or all-girls 10-day trip. I mean... Where there, were, that, where there was a beach and alcohol flowing. I could go for that myself. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> or ski. I don't care. I just think it would be so fun. And I'm sure they're going to get around to it. You know, they're just... They're doing their best over there at Bravo. <laughs> you know? 
Absolutely. We have to hear your thoughts. You mentioned Kristen Dowdy. Uh-huh. Who do you know if you know them? I mean, I know L.A. is a big but small place, especially when you're in the Bravo fam. Mm-hmm. Who do you know or friendly with? Thoughts on Scandival? Yeah, I'm friends with all of them. I mean, I'm I'm really good friends with Sheena, Lala, and Kristen and I can always call each other. Like, she'll call me if she, you know, wants to talk to me about something, especially when she wanted to start her podcast. And Schwartzy's really been always friendly. Sandoval was always really friendly. I mean, you'll, you don't have to scroll down very far on my Instagram to see them, you know, on my grid. And, like, Tommy and me always went to, like, the Schwartz and Sandy's opening or we've gone to each other's like live events. I mean, I, they're definitely, they're just, you know, Jack's everyone. I'm, I'm friends with them. I don't, I am heartbroken that Sandoval did that. And at the same point in time, I knew from 30,000 feet up that Ariana wasn't happy, but she just wasn't making a change. You know, we, we've all either been in that position or we've known a best girlfriend who's been in that position. Right. Mm-hmm. So you could see that even, even on the cusp, you could see that the relationship wasn't thriving. But were, were you surprised because you very – Yeah. You were still ve- I was very shocked about Raquel. I never, ever, ever in a million years thought that. You know, you guys know that me and Tommy and Raquel and Nima and Brock and Sheena, the the six of us went to Hannah Burner's wedding in the Hamptons last right. May. We planned the whole trip together to make sure we were in the same hotel. Just never, ever, ever thought that Ariana's radar was off in trusting her. I, I would never have thought that she would have done that at all. That's wild. It is. And have you have you seen any? I guess you see them, but you're not. You don't. Do you ever go when they're filming, or you wouldn't bother? So, like, that's why I definitely passed on Sheena's wedding is because the cameras are too. It's like two separate things. It's too, it's like it's like going to someone's event, but you have to be in like a glass elevator, right? You know, I get it. That. Re- you know, so like it, because I've been on both sides of it, you know, my, I know that I wouldn't be able to walk up to Sheena and say anything because she's working or she's, you know, mid conversation. I have been to a lot of things where I was like just going to it because it was half an hour away and it didn't take that long to get ready. But then if I was going to fly to Cancun, as much as I would have loved to see the crystal blue waters of Cancun. It's been a long time. Me and Tommy were like, yeah, no, we just wouldn't. It would feel, you feel stupid to go and do it. It feels like you're standing in the sidewalk waiting for like someone to randomly pass by. It's like two yeah, different like you're things. watching a parade. Exactly. Yeah. You're really good at those analogies and summing things up for me. <laughs> I, I get, I totally can like, Obviously, I've never been in the situation, but I can imagine. Do you? How do you feel looking back having your wedding? Do you have any regrets about it? Are you happy it's memorialized in that way? A lot of people say it was the funniest, you know, wedding. Everyone who attended had the best time of their life. It went down in the history of like everyone's favorite wedding. First thing I think about, no regrets, by the way, except for the fact that I, I thought. The only the only mistake that I didn't know about was I thought it was corny to pull out a pre-written speech because all my life since I was a little girl, whenever I would see someone read from an index card, I thought, oh, why can't you speak from the heart? Like, why can't you just wing it because your feelings are going to be so, you know, genuine that they should just roll off your tongue. Right. So... That is one thing that Tommy throws in my face every, pretty much every time we get into a big fight. Like he'll say, "You didn't even make vows. Like you didn't even write them. You didn't even have them." And and I'm always like, "Oh, you're never gonna let me live that down." So obviously, I love him, and I wish that I could not make him feel that way because I genuinely, I love him so much that I have to be smart enough in that moment to say like, like. <laughs> 
of course I, you know, like, what about everything else they've, you know, done for us? Like, you're going to tell me I don't love you because of that one moment? But, you know, whether that was on camera or not, he could definitely still <laughs> bring it up. But, you know, like, I was so good that day until walking down the aisle. And Reza, I was like, Reza, give me vodka. And he was like, okay. And he poured, like, a nice tiny amount and I was like, that's not going to be enough. There's so much adrenaline in my body. But then, you know, I kind of kind of got a little, Funny. you know. <laughs> yeah, because you should, because now I know, now I know hindsight 2020 that when you're walking down the aisle, there's something else that's taking over your body that you'll never know. Right. You know, like it's yeah. such a different wild level of consciousness that like I I should have just had the vows and then everything would have been fine. You could have such a weird feeling. All the people that sailing. like you love and like you feel like you're out of body. Yeah. It is it is it is a crazy feeling to walk down the aisle like that. Yes it is. So you mentioned New York earlier. Like tell us like what are you what are you thinking about the reboot? Oh my God. Okay. So this morning, while remember how you and I were earlier today, we were talking about trying to um, multitask. So I was walking the dog after F45 and I was catching up on OC on my phone. So I, you know, I like watch, I, the only way I can watch TV now is like on the Peacock app on my phone so that I can like knock out two different things at once. But I, I love New York, new era. Okay. I wasn't going to, I was like determined to be like against it, but I think that they're, I think they're good. I think they're great. I think, what do I, I mean, obviously Jenna and Aaron are the standouts, but you know, I'm totally caught up on them. I mean, I, it, it was fun. It didn't, I like, I almost like OC better right now because like, I just, I, you know, I don't have a better expression for this right now, but like the OC girls, like it's like their balls dropped. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but also you're more invested in them because you know them longer. Right. So I, yeah. I mean, as a fan, not even, I'm sure you probably, do you know, who do you know? I'm sure you know Tamara in real life, right? I know Tamara and I'm close with Shannon and I'm close with so what's wrong with me right now? I'm trying to think of my Persian one, the one that's married to Shane. What's wrong with Emily. me? Emily. Emily. And I met Gina and Travis at BravoCon. They're extremely – like it's like you talk and instantly you feel like you've known each other forever. And I, the only person that I'm not friends with is – Vicky. Heather. No, even Vicky and I – like she's in my phone. We've talked – it's Heather and I don't, we just don't, I don't dislike her. I just don't like the putting on airs, that patronizing thing. I don't know mm -hmm. if she can help it, but that doesn't. <laughs> I don't know if she can help it. <laughs> I don't know if it's a disability to be a snob, but it comes across <laughs> as snobbish. So I stay away. I want to say this is politically correct in case, in case the DSM comes out with a mental health. <laughs> <laughs> issue that comes as being a rich snobby bitch <laughs> oh my god oh my god wait so you're close with shannon what do you think about her and john getting back together i don't well first of all she's she's saying that they're not back together they're just spending time together but you know we i'm gonna respect her. here's what i i i think that when you when you love a girlfriend you become protective and that's how I feel right now. I want, I feel like he's going to have to prove himself to her to be worthy and trustworthy of not breaking her heart or disappointing her or letting her down in any way. Because right now, I. He messed up. I feel like, yeah, he definitely messed up. But I feel like the timing of him coming back into her life was when the show, the season premiered, this current season. Right. And like well, he likes the cameras, he likes the attention. He wants to be on the promo tour. I mean, if you if you see like your your ex on TV is like all of a sudden popping up everywhere, and then that's when you call them. 
I mean, the timing could totally have been different than this, but I, he's just got to prove himself to me. I want Shannon to be happy. I worry about these guys taking advantage of these girls. Yes. Yeah. I think we see a lot of that. Yes. I worry about Gina having to be responsible for the six kids. Yeah. And he's and, still not, I don't know if he's still not divorced or it was a very contentious divorce, but his split was very messy. Nothing to do with Gina. I mean, totally separate. Right. But it's a lot and she can't talk about that on the show. So it leaves her. It was funny. And also when it comes to being in the entertainment industry, it's like it also applies to the real world where you have, your kid is in school, they come home, they have homework till bedtime, but then we're never taught about finances or balancing a checkbook or creating an IRA. Like no one knows what, a, you know, like how to change a spare tire. There's like so much practical knowledge that we don't learn about and then we don't spend time with. And then here we are. Like, I know that these are all good guys. Like Travis is a great guy. You can tell from meeting him that he's in love with Gina. I mean, sorry, but let's definitely lay, I don't want to put, I don't want to keep using them as an example. Yeah, I feel terrible not. about it. In general, though, like you're saying, like there are situations where a woman is so focused on be trying to be happy, trying to maintain her career and her life that we can lose sight of other things. Like, oh, I, I, I feel like this applies to Vicky. Like she was trying to just be happy. And then yeah, suddenly right. it was like, no, it gradually, well, see, he's a bad example too, because then but he- it's also like cancer. an antiquated way of thinking both ways, right? Because I certainly wasn't raised and I've never believed like, oh, I'm going to marry for money and I'm going right. to go to college to get my MRS. Like I always had the intention to have my own career and have my own thing. Now- Yes. We, you know, we are the ones who bear children. So many women- find themselves in a position where they're able to not work and they either choose to continue to because they want to and it's fulfilling for them mm -hmm. when they have children or they stay home for some time and then they go back to their career or they stay home forever. And that's obviously a woman's choice. But I think that the idea that anyone starts their adult life looking for somebody to live off of is bizarre, whether you're a man or a woman. There you <laughs> it go. It would never occur. But I don't think, like, let's say I'm the average person, it wouldn't occur to me. I don't know what circumstance I would be in where that would be normal. That's right. I mean, it, it's interesting because when you're in a different stage in life, you're looking for mutual companionship. At that point, you don't need to do anything extravagant. You're just both living within your means. But when you're younger in your earning years with young children that you have to support, then you have to prioritize both of you contributing. So anyway. Yes. I mean, I couldn't agree with you more. I couldn't yeah. agree with you more. And as a woman, I guess, I guess what we're saying is we don't see the upside to a relationship like that without naming any names. Like right. if I'm taking on blending families and I'm supporting everybody, like what's in it for me? Right. I also think too, and we've talked about this with many of the women, it must be tough having been on a reality show for anybody and then like trusting new people coming into your life. Right. And, you know, we've seen Ramona struggle from, you know, OG. We've seen Luann. We've seen Sonia just even three you know, we've seen Kenya Moore. I mean, so many of these amazing, beautiful women. It It's hard to date, I think, because there's, I'm sure, just like a little bit of almost distrust built in from day one of like, wait, well, why are you in my life? Because I am a public, you know, figure or are you coming into my life because you want to get to know me? Yeah, we definitely know that Kenya has a bad picker. So... <laughs> Yes. She's not allowed to pick men for herself. She should only go to Patty Sanger and have matchmaker decide for her. Who's the other girl that is one of the OGs from ATL? Help me. Candy? Uh, no, Sheree. No, Sheree. Our criminals. girl Sheree. She is, oh my God, she melted my heart. I love her so much when we met at BravoCon last, last year. And just beautiful, fun, 
successful, finished her house, and yet doesn't have luck with men. Like she, you know, she's another, yeah, like you, I, we, we do not like to see guys take advantage of these girls that work so hard to build what they have in life. Will you be at BravoCon this year, MJ? I am not allowed to announce the lineup until Bravo officially announces because it's it would be hypothetically a direct violation of contract. Uh, Got it. Of a contract. Got it. Got it. Yeah. So I'm going to take that as good news. Okay. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, so <laughs> All right. So let's. About, yeah, yeah, I was go just going to say, like, let's talk about like what shows, like, if you. There was like a world where you could be on any of the Bravo shows. Which one would you like to be on? You know, I feel like right now, Real Housewives of Orange County, because I'm watching it and I live close and I'm friends with them. Um, That's about the only one. I mean, this. But like, I'm when I say this, I mean it. I need to live my life, my real life, where I'm really focused on real estate and motherhood. And, you know, like I can't do anything other than like a girl's trip right now. Okay. If I Maybe do in a some, few years. Maybe when yeah. your son's a little bit older, it's something you would consider. Yes. I could see that in a year or something, once I've had time to fully get back into this and not have to ever let it take a backseat because – I like I was doing real estate all along, but it took a back seat. And now that I'm back, I would never allow any TV show um, to diminish my time and dedication to these things because it's genuinely what makes me tick. And if you knew like the kind of people that I talk to and interact with and people who are, you know, trying everything they can to flag me down and get me on the phone to pick my brain and represent them and negotiate for them. It's just so different from just being a, a, a character on a reality show that, you know, like I said, like what it came down to the last couple seasons wasn't authentic enough. But an ensemble show like a Jersey housewife or a OC housewife, I feel like would be so fitting or or like the housewives of calabasas like we could start our own you know you it's- gg <laughs> who else we got who else we putting on jessica um, definitely jessica yes and you know some new faces that we're genuinely friends with who um who fit and are you know just like us you know but very different a show that i've seen a lot of people compare shahs to and i guess it's because of the traditions it showed was Family Karma. Did you meet them at BravoCon? And what are your I thoughts did. on the show not coming back? I met them, them all. They are lovely and really fun. I definitely talked to them offline as well. I don't know why it didn't come back. I think that like at that point, I was so much more... F- you guys know when your kids are at crawling stages and toddler stages, you're at the park you're not turning on TV because you're not allowing screen time for even your kids. You're reading right, right. books. So that was a period the last couple of years where I was, you know, full-time mom, no nannies. And that's, that's where I was with that. So it just looked like, I don't know, like what, what did they end up doing? Like what, what we saw a lot of really great things, like they got married and there were a lot of good things like Miami, for example, they left my they did they didn't bring Miami back after season two. Family Karma. They're both in they're both shot in the same Miami city. Go three or four seasons? Season three was Was it only just two seasons? Either either two or three. I mean I'm they took a break, right? They, yeah. Well one of us can Google it, but they only had like two seasons of Miami, I think. And then when they came back, they started their Miami reboot at season three. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we what are yeah, you, after what, what are your thoughts on Miami? I mean, we love Miami. I love Miami. The way they shot that show is incredible. It just looks like a completely different aesthetic. The music, the cameras, the lighting. Those girls are on another level of beauty. Like Alexia's 
fits every single day living Barbie. Mm -hmm. Totally. And I'm so happy. You know, I'm friends with her and real, real, real friends with her, real friends with Marisol. And I I love Marisol. Is yes. she hysterical? I could see the two of you having cocktails and acting wild. Yeah. Yes. Like she and I actually spent New Year's Eve together at my house, though, yeah, though the year before last. And she's amazing. And I absolutely love these girls. And I just I can't believe the way that they put themselves together. It's just like they're from another planet. What about that mutant Lenny? I know. That's too bad. I mean, I mean, and we, we spoke about it on the last pod. I mean, he got engaged to this girl like the day after Lisa's birthday. They're still married, side note. I think I so heard gross. a clip. Did you guys put a clip of that, didn't you, somewhere? Yes, I think so. Yes. I think I actually took everything down because I got one of the – I did a meme which was from Aviva from Roni back in the day saying, quite fang- frankly, you're both white trash. And I wrote, me meeting Lenny and his mom. And it oh. got taken down by Instagram. So, hi, Lenny. Okay, hi, you know, hi, hi Katerina, whatever. You're right. Saying. Let me tell you, that part hurt even more. Mm-hmm. Having the mom take that yeah. side and that position publicly or privately would hurt me even more than than anything else. Same. How is your mom doing, MJ? Oh, I'm about to go. Oh my God, you want to laugh? I'm about to go pick up my mom. She is gonna spend the next week here because you know, even though she lives twenty minutes away, she still likes to do sleepover trips. Aww. So <laughs> then, yeah. So then, Tommy's like, "Well, then we need to go to Costco and get some steaks and some surf and turf and some chicken and like, and like he loves to grill every night, especially when she's coming. He like doubles down, and so we're um we're about to go get her. And then Shams is like, he's always like. You're the best mommy ever. This is the best day ever. He loves hanging out with her. And then my mom, she'll be like, Shams, are you going to show your toys to me? Are you going to share your truck with me? (laughs) You sound exactly like her when you do that, by the way. Oh, it totally spooks my relatives. They love it. Does mom miss the camera or is she happy to be off TV? My mom will be like, when have you heard anything about the show? (laughs) (laughs) So she wants cameras back up. Yeah, she's down. She's super down. And has she always done fancy, beautiful makeup, hair done, nice outfit? Or was that for the camera? Does she have a more relaxed look that she does? Always. This is Always, always, always. Like she is exquisite. And everything that she keeps – she you she can show you something that she bought in 1981 and it looks like she just brought it from the boutique it's got the box the paper the everything she just is like the opposite of me just so together and polished and well, spends like generation like they bought things like quality items they weren't like us who ordered junk off Amazon just to mm-hmm. not have to go to the store <laughs> right mm-hmm. they bought like a couple of quality pocketbooks and they kept them and they probably kept them in the that bag that duster bag that we throw mm-hmm. in the garbage and then throw the bag in the on the shelf. Mhm. Exactly. Yeah. She has the tissue paper, the duster, the box, mm-hmm. the But I mean, I love I love as much as shout out to Josh Flag. I love the generation that with like all the beautiful culture that comes with this generation and I hope that we find a way to preserve it because once we lose it, there's going to be like life is going to be really bland and, and horrible. So speaking of Josh Flagg, what's your relationship like with the Joshes, Altman and Flagg? Um, friendly. So like, again, like I can call them, I can text them, we can ask them anything. But I mean, I don't see them a lot. Josh is, Josh Altman is so busy. He's a sweetheart. You know, I, you know, I see him um, like during open houses and stuff. And then Josh Flagg. Just cute and reserved. I see him more like on the gram like you guys do. Yeah. Yes. We don't like bump into each other that much, but, you know, it doesn't mean you can't. I feel like that's what I love about us is that like if I called someone and said, hey, you want to go grab a drink? Like Emily and I are supposed to go to the polo lounge and do that again. Like we are, we're going to do like a poolside day like at the Beverly Hills Hotel. Like it's like this is – the bond that I think is really, really fun. 
I think you might have the most crossover friendships of anybody in the Bravo world, of any Bravo lab. Like, you know everybody. Are you friend friendly with any of the Roni OGs? Bethany and Luann. Oh, what are your thoughts on Bethany's whole unionize reality workers and all that? Smart. I, I, she told everyone on her post, like, send a DM if you agree. And Shaws of Sunset is a union show. That is one of the number one reasons why it was so extremely expensive for them to make Shaws of Sunset because they went on strike. You guys could probably find it on Google and I don't think there's any other show that is. So I totally wow. understand that. Yeah, it's so expensive to make and probably would still be on the air if it weren't that, you know, if that weren't the case. But especially when you watch, by the way, I was thinking about this this morning. I was watching OC and how good it is this season. And I was like, you know what? They had so many bad seasons, right? Like the last few before they have the current ensemble. And I was like, but they didn't throw the baby out with the bathwater. They kept it. Mm -hmm. and, and with our show, think about it. Like it was still just came down to like me, Mike, excuse me. I have to start with the, me and Reza mm -hmm. and Gigi and Mike. And after those four, like London didn't pan out. That girl Asifa didn't pan out. We never really had, you know, like casting of trying to get like new, new fresh meat never panned out. So Lily Galici or whatever her name was. Right. Didn't pan out. So Nima the cast. Okay. Yeah. Nima did okay. He didn't he was there the last few seasons and he did well. Destiny was okay. I mean, I don't think she was. I'm not good a fan for, of hers. Was never. I don't know something about her. Always rubbed me the wrong way. You know, she doesn't talk to anyone on the show anymore. If that really? doesn't speak volumes, if that doesn't speak volumes, I don't know what does. Not even Reza, who is like her BFF. Doesn't she live across the street from Reza? Yeah, but when the show went away, she moved. Did she own that or rent that? Rented it. Wow. Mm. Yeah, I always got this very inauthentic vibe from her. So that yeah. totally checks out. Yeah. Tracks, right? Yes. What do you think? So, what are your thoughts on Crappy Lake? You said you know Luann. Oh, they're so fun. Luann is like an extraterrestrial human being. She's got the most amazing energy. And the fact that she's so successful with touring the Countess show is like a She's 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 like a, a superhuman person, and I'm so glad MJ, that they're having you, fun. You don't have to say it publicly, but if you can get her doctor's name in a few years, I want to <laughs> use whoever she used because the woman has the best work of anyone I've ever seen. I think we want Dolo's, and she obviously will share her yes. doctor's. She Dolo's has the – she's – yeah, she looks just better and better every well, year. Well, has got 10 years on Dolo, and they look the same age. Yes, but I think Luann, it's genetic. Yeah. Oh, it man. is. Mostly. I'm not saying that she hasn't gotten work done. I'm just saying that that's why something extra terrestrial is going on. I mean, she probably is an alien, allegedly. That, I'm telling you, she's so superhuman. Well, now we know aliens are real. So again, exactly. <laughs> what about Sonia? Have you ever hung out with Sonia? Yes, she's so down to earth. You know, I she's actually met Sonia. I was in her townhouse because during COVID, a friend of mine has a business and doing balloons. And we like just she had me message a bunch of like local Jersey and New York housewives just to kind of get her name out there. And I when I met Sonia, she was friendly, but she was sharp as a tact. That whole like ditzy mm -hmm. thing is is part of her shtick. Would you agree mm -hmm. with that? Yes. She's so fearless. And, you know, one of the things I love about the New York franchise is that they're so sex positive and that's why they are a standout. And she's one of the reasons why, like when back in the day when the countess was like trying to hide who she was, yes, Sonia was not. Sonia was like living her best life and she wasn't shying away from like wanting to hit on a guy and have a good time. So that's why She's just a very, very smart woman and unique in that way. I love it. Yeah. MJ, is there anything else you have to tell us that we need to know before we wrap up today? Mm, honestly, I think we did great. And 
Thank you so much for coming. Yeah. 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 No, my, my pleasure. It was so fun to chat with you. And I was just like, oh my God, when I look at the clock right now, what time is it going to say? And it's good. We like nailed it on the head. We're good. We'll have so much fun. And I will be sharing Tommy's book to my Instagram and I will be lobbying for you to be on a girl's trip. I know. I really want to tell you ladies that, and you already know this, but if I lived in New York, I would be spending boozy brunches with you ladies at least once a month. We love it. MJ. We love it. Well, next time you're in New York, we have to. We did, but remember it was COVID. No, we didn't. We tried to get together, but we did it didn't happen. Yeah, so it hasn't happened. So the next time I come to Queens, which hopefully will be in 2023, um, I will see you guys. We'll have to do it. Or we'll do a a live pod event. Maybe that's the next thing we'll talk about. But I'm anonymous. I can't do a live pod event. Oh, you You have are. to put like a curtain in front of me. <laughs> oh my God. So you're like a Dumois. Okay. Well, one day hopefully I'll be as big as Dumois, but I'm the bootleg. I'm the bodega version. The bodega is where it's at, girl. That's it. Well, I think so. Yeah, hey, funny. listen, for every pot there is a lid. That's right. That's right. MJ, we love you. And we're definitely doing this again. Thank you so much for coming on. We love it. Have so much fun with your mom and your family this week. Thank you. You guys too. Bye. Bye. Till next time, cocktailers. Thank you guys so much for listening. Just want to ask you guys a favor, just getting kicked off. So many people have been asking us to do this podcast. So please do subscribe. And if you subscribed, go to your podcast app and hit those three little dots to share with your friends, but only friends who like good tea, because the ones who don't care about tea, then like forget them. And don't forget, find us on Instagram at Bravo and Cocktails underscore and check out the website because some great tea gets put there daily that would get us kicked off of Instagram. (laughs) So thanks for listening, everybody. Bye, guys. See you next time.